What's up, ladies and gents? Welcome forward to another episode of what I learned this week. It's been a while, but oh my god, have I learned a lot and unlearned a lot. Um, we're just going to kick right off with dating. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, I decided that it was time for me to move on. Um, I was in a great relationship last year with my best friend. Um, it was, yeah, it it was really. It really opened my eyes to show me what's changed for me when it comes to dating. Um, in the past, it was all about looks, and if someone doesn't look right, then I don't or right according according to my standards, then um, I'm not going to be interested. And uh, the relationship I had with my best friend was um, really powerful. It, it showed me so many things that I didn't know I wanted, and I hadn't had a girlfriend for about seven years or so. And I wasn't really bothered. It wasn't a front of mind thing. Like I'm trying to have a relationship. I didn't care. And um, over the course of a year since last year, June to this year, July, I guess, um, I really slowed down to understanding what it is that I would want if I had a partner in crime. Don't worry, I'm I'm not committing any crimes. And <laughs> that's um, being devilishly handsome is one of those crimes. <laughs> Okay, anyway, um, so yeah, I, I just, I really got clear on that. And um, I said to my best friend a couple of weeks ago, I'm I'm ready to move on. And we'd been talking like every day, even since we broke up in December. Like, it was difficult for me to move on because I still had that with her. And I chose to to remove myself from it. And I chose to cut the energetic cords that were still keeping me there. And I don't really know how to explain it better than that. I'm not saying I don't still have love for her. I'm not saying she's a, anything bad about her or anything. It's just I found it difficult to move on if I'm having this daily point of contact with her. You know, we're still basically together in, in the way I was feeling. And it, I was I had this background heaviness about it. And it was a tough decision, you know, like, it's not something that I wanted to do, really. But at the same time, I knew I wanted to. On some level, I knew that it was good for me. And it'll be good for her, too. And within, you know, within a day of cutting those cords, um, <laughs> the floodgates opened. And I started meeting a lot of women. Um, I was on the apps. Um, <laughs> shout out to Olivia. She's going to be starting her own podcast soon. And, and she's going to be on my show. She's one of my best friends, and um, we had a lot of fun swiping through my Hinge and Bumble together. Um, I was using Tinder as well, and I just had a lot of interesting interactions. Um, and I want to—that's what I want to use this episode for. I want to just share my experience of what it's been like to to be out dating, uh, meeting women, and uh, how things have changed for me since since I was younger um, and also like I knew I knew what I wanted this time around in the past I've never really known I've, it's never really been it's just been more like yeah you know we've been casually seeing each other let's let's give it a try let's let's see what happens I don't really want to get down like that anymore so um I went on um, I went to an ecstatic dance event uh, a couple of weeks ago and I noticed like my energy is huge 
I don't really notice this sometimes and um, people are drawn to it and that's a good thing. I, I enjoy that. And the women I met because of that were, you know, very engaged with it. And uh, it was a beautiful thing. In the past, I would have been like kind of kept myself to myself and my friends who I knew who I went with and that was that. Uh, but instead, you know, I'm, big, I'm, I'm open and I'm inviting. And this is something I wasn't doing in the past. Um, my coach told me, uh, I asked him at one point, coach, I don't get it. I'm hot and I'm single. What's up? And uh, he said, well, you know, for the longest time, Sachin, it's like you've had an Im imaginary sign around your neck that says, fuck off. And um, yeah, I'd, I'd, I agree. I've had very hostile energy for a long time. And I didn't mean for it to come off that way, but it has been coming off that way. And I would maybe very hostile is an extreme way to say it. It's it's um it's an exaggeration, but I I've noticed that it has come across that way, and it's put people off. It's put a lot of women off, and they're like, "Well, you're a bit too intense. You need to calm down." Yeah, it was true. And uh, what I've noticed now has changed is um, I'm way more welcoming and inviting, and it's made meeting people, not just women, a lot more fun, and they're having a lot more fun with me. So, um, you know, I, I, I've noticed that's a huge shift because in the past I'd have so much thinking about stuff and I'd be taking so much, so much of it seriously. Whereas I, you know, I met someone cool at the ecstatic dance. I said, Hey, I, I like your vibe. I'd like to hang out with you. Can I get your phone number? And she said, yes. And if she had said no, it would have been cool too. But she said, yes, we hung out and we want different things. So I'm happy to have her as a friend. Whereas in the past, I would have changed what I wanted so that I could have something possible with her. That's really different for me. And the be the, the most um, the thing that's standing out to me the most is I'm not buying into the illusion of scarcity. You know, there's there's how many billions of women in the world, and I'm only looking for one. So, the the internet has made the world a very small place. I mean. It doesn't doesn't matter if someone and I don't click on what we want together. We that means we're gonna have a good connection anyway because we vibed and that's that's good. There's nothing bad about someone wants something different to me. But in the past, it was bad. It was oh, there must be something wrong with me. I'm something because of this interaction. I've made it mean something, and it doesn't. Don't mean shit. It doesn't mean anything until I associate a meaning to it. And that's what was fucking up my shit for a long time. Um, and it's not anymore, which is a huge cause for celebration. Um, which was very, very cool. Now, I want to talk about something that I saw, which, and I look, there is zero judgment in this. I just want to share it. I had uh, I matched someone on Bumble and they I felt like it was a lot of effort for me to talk to them. I found myself holding back, which I don't very very rarely ever do. I don't understand well we'll get into it, but I was holding back. And every single time I talked to this person, it felt like a lot of effort and it never does normally. I don't have that with people generally. It doesn't feel like I have to try. I don't really think before I open my mouth. Like this, these episodes, I don't think about anything while I'm speaking or I don't have anything prepared. It's just 
I've got some stuff that I want to talk about. Sure, let's talk about it. Um, whereas with this person, I knew it wasn't a good fit from the beginning, but I was really curious to uncover things about myself whilst interacting with them. And I did. I uncovered something incredible. I uncovered the fact that I'm not scared. I'm not scared of being hurt. I'm not scared of someone telling me they don't like me. I'm not scared of my opinions putting someone off. I'm not scared of uh, anything that could happen in the dating interaction. Dude, I was in a, a, an almost four-year abusive relationship where I was being drugged on a regular basis. And the girl who, who was uh, blackmailing me to stay with her uh, was orchestrating all kinds of humiliations for me. On a regular basis for almost four years, people were beating the shit out of me. Um, because she'd told them that I'd said something about them, which wasn't true. Um, humiliating, uh, like having sex with people in different cars while I'm at the venue and everyone laughing about me behind my back and to my face. Um, sleeping with my friends and then everyone laughing about me, co-workers. Just, she would have sex with people and like make me or try and make me feel bad about it. And there was just a lot of that going on. And after coming through that, I'm, I would never take away, I would never want to take away any of those experiences. It's really helped me to rest in the understanding that I'll always be okay. And I uncovered the fact that I'm not scared. And it was amazing. And the only way I uncovered it, or excuse me, I should say, the way I uncovered it was by seeing how scared this other person was. She said something to me like, uh, what's your favorite sex position? Now, me personally... I don't really talk about that stuff. I don't remember the last time I was asked it by someone I hadn't slept with and was getting to know and we were having more sex. I, it's, unless it's a conversation with my friends and even then, like we don't really talk about that kind of stuff. Uh, we do talk about sex, but I, I don't know. I just haven't been asked that question. So I gave them my honest answer. My honest answer is, look, everyone's different. For some girls I've been with, my favorite position would be this. And for others, it would be this. And it's a co-creation. But my thing in the bedroom is all about worship. I want to worship my partner because it's like a beautiful thing. We're coming together in union. And I was like, so the question would be like, what's our favorite position? And we haven't slept together yet, so I don't know. And she just replied saying, no, I asked you what's your favorite position? And I was like, oh, that's a bit odd. Well, I don't know, whatever. Like the last time I slept with someone, it was this. And um, I said, why are you asking? And then um, she said, I watched this TikTok where the the person, I don't, I don't have, I don't consume TikTok. Yeah, so whatever. The way she explained it to me was the person on the TikTok video was saying, don't, um, don't tell men what your type is because they'll try and be that type so that they'll get you to like them and then they can use you. And I just said, dude, that sounds fucking exhausting. Can you imagine like trying to be someone you're not just so that you can get something from someone? That, that just sounds ridiculous and exhausting. And her reaction showed me that she was terrified of being used. And I don't have that. I don't give a shit. If someone uses me, all right, cool. I've learned a good lesson from it. Do I want it to happen? No, but... What it, nothing is going to be that bad. It's not as bad as we think it's going to be. And every single conversation I had with this person, they were on the defensive. They were like, had their guard up the whole time. Like they were waiting for a fight. 
and they were trying to catch me out on stuff. And it just, it just felt exhausting. I don't want to be with someone like that, and it's not a personal attack on them. I'm saying for me, I was really happy to recognize, oh shit, I'm not like that, and that's not what I want. Cool, like, and I, I'd said to her, like, based on the last conversation we had, I don't think it's a good idea for us to hang out in the context of dating. So, you know, I just want to make that clear for you. I don't want to waste your time. And she said something along the lines of, "You're cutting me off before you before you got a chance to know me." Um, I don't, I don't understand. I didn't understand what that meant. So I just said, "Hey, dude, I'm not saying we can't ever talk. I'm just saying we matched on this app in the context of dating. It's not a good fit. We want different things." And I was trying to be cool with her about it. I didn't want to say these things that I'm seeing because who am I to say that stuff? And um, she's just like instigating an argument with me, trying to argue her case. And and the way I interpreted it, and I don't know if this is right, but this is what I felt, was that it meant something about her that I had said I didn't want to do that. And she was trying to like argue with me about it. And I was in the gym at the time. The gym is like church for me. I, I say to him, um, anyone who asks me, what are you doing? And if I'm in the gym, I'll say, I'm at church. I'll talk to you later. It's time for me to worship me in the gym. It's not, I don't, I don't take it as like a, um, it's not a super serious thing. It's just, that's my time for me. And um, I, I kind of, yeah, I'm going to call myself out. I'm going to, I'm not on the mountaintop. Yeah, I get caught out all the time. I got pissed off. I said to her, dude, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not here to have an argument with you. So can we just leave it at that? And she's like, oh, so you're saying we can't talk anymore. And I just didn't understand what was going on. And, and, and I, in, if I could go back in time and redo the conversation, I would have just told her, I love you. Nothing about you. It's all with me. We're all good. We can continue as friends. But instead, I, 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 had, um, I had, in Sachin language, I had some shit with that. Uh, there was a sticking point there was, there was something that was uh, lightly triggering me and if it's triggering me it's teaching me in that moment it was teaching me be, have some compassion for someone who's got a misunderstanding they obviously haven't understood what you've said don't get annoyed with them but in, in the moment I did I was getting pissed off I'm like yo do you like leave me alone kind of thing I'm telling you in a nice way like I don't want to do this and you're trying to argue with me about I'm cutting you off and it, it doesn't feel fair. And um, I just said to them, look, um, I'm trying to say it in a nice way to you, but I don't really understand how else to say it. So I'm just going to tell you, every time we've talked, I felt like you're taking anything I say as a personal attack. It's exhausting. I don't want to be around that, especially in the context of dating. I want to have a fun, sexual, playful relationship with a partner who can have this with me. I don't see that with you. So I'm saying, let's not do that. And then she goes, I never said I wanted to date you. And I, yeah, I didn't go any further than that. Maybe what I did next was wrong. I don't know. But for me, it felt right. I said, hey, here's a book that has really helped me. And I recommend to everyone I work with. It's called Just a Thought by Amy Johnson, by the way. And I said, if you're willing to read this, maybe it will help with some of this stuff that we like that, that you got. Um, maybe it'll help with some of these things that you've, you've been finding difficult. And uh, she took it the wrong way, and I don't blame her. You know, I, I, maybe it was the wrong move. I don't know, but I would appreciate that if if I was on the other end of it. If someone had said to me, "Sachin, you're a bit needy. Chill the fuck out. Read this book." 
I would have said, cool, thank you. You're helping me with future dating interactions. I appreciate that. It says a lot about you. But she didn't take it that way. Anyway, I'm bringing it up because I see this a lot with people. A lot of people who have matched on these apps are looking for red flags. They're looking for ways to keep themselves safe and not waste their time. And I get that. I really get that because I was like that too. The difference is I don't see anything as a waste of time. The girls who I went out on dates with, I don't see as a waste of time or money or anything. I learned a lot about what I want and what I don't want. And I feel like what happened to me during that time was I got to know a bunch of women and had conversations with them. And some of them felt easy, some of them felt difficult, but it helped me get clear on what do I want. Then I met someone this week who is just is just incredible. Um, I don't really know how else to say it, and I don't I don't want to share too much because it's still early, and I don't want my show to to like I don't want this whole thing that I do to interfere with my relationship. I'll be sharing more in the future, of course, but for right now, I'm just gonna keep it to you. I met someone incredible and it's never felt more natural. It's never felt easier. I've never felt more seen in a relationship by anyone than I do right now. And it was amazing. Um, it is amazing. And what we, what we have and what we're building is um, out of this world. I have this expression, Lamron, right? Lamron is the, the word normal flipped backwards. Our, you know, my group of people that I'm that I work with uh, as clients, one-on-one clients, and stuff that I do, I call us the Lamron Collective. Everyone I'm around is not normal. We're all extraordinary. I believe everyone in the world is, but being awake to how extraordinary you are is very Lamron. It's not normal because the society we live in doesn't really encourage it, and people can think, "Oh, how narcissistic." It's not that. If you ever hang out with me, if you ever talk to me, if you ever spend any time with me, you know I'm not like tooting my own horn all the time. Um, and anyway, so I'm really grateful for all of the experiences I had dating. Making things not mean anything about me was one of the hardest things to do. The feeling of rejection, it was it was so difficult for me previously to not attach myself to a meaning. Like I was going to go on a date with someone a couple of weeks ago and we'd talked about it for a few months ago. And closer to, I think the day before, she sent me a message and she's like, hey, I'm looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. Just so you know, I don't want anything romantic between us. And I said, cool, can I ask you a question? She said, yeah, and we talked on the phone. And I asked her, I was like, is it with me that you don't want it or just generally speaking? She goes, no, I don't really see that with you. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, um, it feels to me like the idea you've got of me in your head and the reality that you that actually is true are two very different things. And she went, <laughs> "Okay, Satrin." And that was the moment that I knew. I'm. I don't like in the past. I would have chased her. Oh, she's she's unavailable. Cool. Let me just go and chase her, chase her, chase her, because I want to prove to her that I am right for her or whatever it was. Like this time around, it wasn't like that. I felt the rejection for a couple of hours and the rest of that day I was like, yeah, I didn't feel great about it. And then I asked myself one of the most important and valuable questions anyone can ever ask themselves. 
I ask myself, what's the possibility that I want to live into here? What do I want to be true for me right now? And what I decided in that moment was this interaction that I just had with her is helping me receive and be received by the right person. So I'm thanking her. And it was true. It felt so light for me. And it wasn't like, oh, I'm just going to put a positive spin on it. Every cloud has a silver lining. That's cute. And it might help some people. It doesn't really help me. Because it's not. it doesn't just change stuff. But the possibility that I want to live into is different. It's a commitment. Anytime I had thoughts about, oh, fuck you, you don't see me. I've just corrected myself in the moment. No, 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 that's not true. She does see me. And she's helping me to be received and receive the right person. It's not, a, it's not a technique. It's not something that, okay, when you have this thought, balance it out with that. I'm not reacting to my thoughts. I'm just noticing when I'm running with something that does not have to be true. I want to say it one more time. I'm just noticing when I'm running away with something that doesn't have to be true. It doesn't have to be true that... She doesn't see me or she doesn't see my value or anything. It doesn't, doesn't have to be. And I'll never know because I'm not living in her head. But this is what I used to do all the time. I used to make these dating interactions mean stuff about me. Nothing has any meaning before we, before we associate it. That's why this question is important. What's the possibility that I want to live into? With my current relationship, what I'm building with her the possibility I'm living into is that this is going to raise the bar across the board of all of my life. And I can already feel it's happening. That's, um, that's, a, that's a lot of, of experience that I've had over the last couple of weeks. And it's been amazing. Um, I've never felt more powerful in my entire life. And when I say powerful, it's not like I don't wake up thinking, yeah, I can dominate the world. I don't, I don't need that. I, that's not attractive to me. And I say powerful, I've never felt so loving and safe in my entire life. I can, I can give and give and give and give. And I don't feel like I need anything in return. If anyone ever spends time with me in conversation, you know I don't need anything from you. And when people feel that from me, it, it, the, 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 the space that we share together is safe and everyone shares things that are otherwise would be difficult to share. And, um... I'm sharing my experience here because I know how, for me in the past, dating was so difficult. And I really hope that what I've shared here today has been helpful in some way. If it has been, or if you've got questions about anything I've said, I would love to hear from you. And I'd love, you just hit me up. Send me a message on Instagram, Sachin's Insights. Um, hit me up on Facebook, the link's in the, the videos, uh, in the description section. And just message me and we can have a chat. We don't, you don't need to pay me. I don't need anything from anyone. Um, I do this. I got into coaching because I wanted to help people. And a lot of the misunderstandings that I see with coaches who are really struggling to grow their business is they want to be paid first, then help people after. For me, it happens the other way around. I got into this to help people. So I just go out and help people. And some of them will want to continue. So they'll pay me. But there is no fuck you, pay me, and then we can start. So I just wanted to say that for everyone so you understand when you talk to me, I don't have an agenda. I only have space for 20 clients a year. I don't want more than that. Just because I have a, just because I have a business, it doesn't mean it has anything to do with you. So please hear that. 
and have a conversation with me. That's why I, lo- I, I love to do this. So I'm here for it and I'm open. Thank you very much for your time and your attention and your listening. The next episode is going to be incredible as well. Thank you for watching. I'll see you next week. Peace. <laughs>